Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Lindsay Reed. I'm Jordan Reed. We're Spooky Spouses. Welcome to Spooky Spouses. This is a podcast about ghosts, the boogeyman named, well, we find out his name or her, its name is Nathan. Urban Legends. <laughs> uh, we talk about urban legends, cryptozoology. Haunted animals. Crypt- anything The Mothman. Anything spooky related. And because we like it. Yeah. We yeah. love it. Well, if this is your first time listening, hi. Welcome to Spooky Spouses. We're happy to have you. Each week, Lindsay will research a topic. I'll research a topic. And then we talk about it with each other for the first time. While we record on our couch in Ohio. Last week we did something a little different. We both signed each other a movie to watch. A scary movie. It was... I'm going to put a sound effect in. It was pretty wacky. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Um, Which was really fun. I would do that again, for sure. I would absolutely do that again. Our good friend Danny Doty and her actual address and social security number is this. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, our friend Danny sent us a list, a veritable treasure trove of campy horror movies, most of them being from Korea because she loves any and everything a lot. from Korea. Yeah. We, I think soon, we'll be diving into those, at least watching a few of them. Yeah, I'd love it. I Well, I would love it. Maybe more. <laughs> maybe more than you. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Well, you want to dive in? Yeah. I, oh, did you start last week or did I? I started last week, so okay. it's your turn this week. But before we go on, last week, and I owe each of you, every one of you, an apology because our good friend Justin Monty and his social security number and address, I'll say at the very end of the show, you can write it down, I'll say it slowly. <laughs> he pointed out that, well, last week we talked a lot about Dennis Quaid and how great he is, but we forgot that Dennis Quaid also shares a birthday with our friend Sam LaTourette. So, oh, so happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Sam well, and Dennis Quaid. Well, but I don't know when their birthday was. We'd have to ask Justin. So here's he knows a, everybody's birthday. Yeah, Justin is our friend, and he knows everybody's birthday that he's ever met in his entire life, and also celebrities' birthdays. To me, it's scary. We is do... it scary or is it psychic? Oh, it could be like some weird sort of clairvoyance or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's the definition for it. But he probably doesn't want you to out him anymore. <laughs> we love you, Justin. We love you a lot, Justin. <laughs> You're a little kooky, but we love you very much. Okay, anyways. Anyways, <laughs> let's dive in. All right, so you want me to go first? Yeah, it switches every time, so I guess you do you. Okay. I just did weird stuff. Okay. Because <laughs> that's my favorite. Now, or do you mean you brought in weird stuff or throughout the week or today you've just done some weird stuff without me being around? Just, just both. Okay. <laughs> um, no, just weird little facts that maybe like you'll just take and harbor and like it just will kind of creep you out a little bit like when you think about it later. This, this does make sense because earlier this morning I caught Lindsay outside pointing to every squirrel and bird in our yard and naming them. Well, yeah, they you're, prefer names. You're Greg. You're Cheryl. You're <laughs> Tim Tim. You are special one. Special one. Don't worry about me and the squirrels. We <laughs> have our own relationship. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, they're just weird little little facts, like real facts that I just think are kind of creepy. These are real scary. facts. Yeah, they're just real facts that are kind of just like 
hey, just uh, digest this for a little bit kind of thing. (laughs) Okay. Oh, good. This is very, this is very unlike your topics. This is the most un-Lindsay topic that you've brought in. Because it's this sort of collection of weird oddity things, but a lot of times you like a story or two. Yeah, so they're all just kind of like little stories in a way. So you have a list this week. A little bit? Yeah. They're just little stories. But I think that it's... I just picked up that I was like, I like these. These okay. are creepy. Okay. okay. I'm I'm gonna refer to it as a list for me. Okay. In my mind. You can you can say that it's a list then. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say let's dive into our first topic. Okay. And that's a play on words, and you'll see why. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> I'm a nerd. All right, great. All right, so in nineteen seventy-three. <laughs> Molly, you're showing off. In 1973, two men were in a small submarine 1,575 feet deep in the ocean. 1,500 and something something? 75 feet deep. So that's roughly like a little under a third of a mile? I think so. Right? Because a mile is 5,280 feet or something like that? I believe so. Okay. Okay, so fairly deep. Pretty deep. We watched those Okeanos dives. In the ocean. Well, suddenly there was a malfunction in their submarine and it began oh. to sink. Could you, how, how scared would you be? I'd be, t- well, I'd be terrified just to be in a submarine. Yeah. Because it's just, it's claustrophobic. I don't know. It just would be weird. Yeah. Okay, so the sub sinks, they don't necessarily have like a rescue crew with them. And they only have, they estimate about three days worth of oxygen left to survive. How many days worth of food? They bring any snacks? It didn't say anything about food, but I think they had like water and stuff like that. So they weren't worried about that. But oxygen wise, they were like, this is what's going to do us in. So it took a long time for the rescue crew to get them. They literally find them an hour before their oxygen runs out. That's so scary. Creepy, right? I would hate that. I would be terrible. I would be terrible. That now, would be terrible. <laughs> that would be absolutely terrible. <laughs> what would, though, uh, like, what would go through your head? I, I would imagine, okay, falling from a, pa- a, a, a plane and your parachute doesn't open up. That's sort of like, you know you only have a very limited amount of time before your time is up. Yeah, you just, like, sit there. Unless you or live. you just fly. Unless you, like, land in a cool puddle of mud not the band but like an actual puddle of mud you're like oh good thank god for the mud but when you're in a submarine and you're just sitting there and thinking the likelihood of us being found and there's two of them too so they're oh like you're like what if you don't even really like the other person that much i was gonna say even if i like the person no offense no offense to the other person who's with me but if i was in a death tube I would just want to be by myself, just be in the death tube alone. <laughs> well, because you might I have know encouragement from yeah, the other person. But yeah, but they're in the no pun intended. They're in the exact same boat that I'm in. You know, <laughs> we're submarine. We're in the, you yeah. Are. We're in the exact. We're we're in the uh, exact same underwater boat together. I just don't think we'd be. It'd be great to have someone else around. I, mean, I think I think a, either way would be pretty bad. I'd be a real butthead. I think. Well, just something to think about about. That's not a fun situation. But they found them three days, so they found them, so what, 48 hours plus 23 hours? Yes. (laughs) Math. (laughs) 72, so 71 hours. Did I do that right? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I'm not a mather. (laughs) I'm not a real, yeah, I'm not a mather either. But uh, one hour left. That's a lot. At that point, they don't have communication 
they're just sitting there and they're like this is it last hour and then suddenly like you feel someone like rocking the submarine around and you're like oh what the heck is going on where i'm like see i don't know i think i would just get out of the submarine and just try to swim at that point i know or just like let something eat me yeah i'm just gonna go but you have to agree on it together because if you open the submarine door it's gonna flood yeah now you have to agree together that you're gonna go out in the ocean maybe you could open up the submarine door just like really quick and not let any water in (laughs) No, just real quick. Know. I'll just sneak out. I'll, I'll, I won't leave a lot of room. I'll just do it really, really fast. I don't think your buddy is going to like that. Um, wait, what was I, oh, I going to say? Oh, what would you do with your life afterwards? Never go in a submarine again. Would you be, I'm a dry person now. I stay above the water forever. But like, would you have this renewed sense of life or would like every day you just be like, oh, thank God. And that was it. You would just, I would like, always, always do everything with more than one person. I would always do everything super, super safe. Even if it was getting up to walk to the kitchen, <laughs> I think I'd just crawl really slow. And I would bring a posse of people. Yeah, I would always have someone just to watch. <laughs> I would never I would never own any more knives. All the knives would be gone. Any chopping I do, I'd just punch my vegetables apart. Okay, well, on that note. <laughs> okay, so. Does to punch a carrot? No. All right. <laughs> Maybe a cucumber, but not a carrot. <laughs> um, okay, so the movie trailer for The Exorcist. There we was almost all the... watched that last night, The Exorcist. Yeah, we were looking at it. Oh, mm. yeah. But I know when it, like, I already knew that when it came out in theaters, the trailers that they played scared a lot of people. Yeah. But the original trailer that they had, which you can watch on YouTube now, I haven't watched it yet. It was scaring people that they literally were running out of the room and vomiting. Oh, my gosh. It's like a Chuck Palahniuk book reading like a, yeah. under like a tour or so whatever. So they had to ban the original trailer for The Exorcist because people were just throwing up now, okay. after seeing it. A quick, quick thing. So you know that I really think throwing up, not in real life, but like in a movie or something, is like, I, I think there needs to be more throwing up on TV I think and movies. that's gross. Well, because it's just funny. Okay. But like, have you ever seen anything that you're like, that's so gross. I'm going to go... I will go throw up. Well, listen, this is why people were throwing up. And it wasn't just because it was scary. I mean, it was scaring people. It was a it was a big deal for its time. I mean, it still it is was. a scary movie. That movie is legitimately scary. The original trailer had, like, flashing images of, like, lights oh. and demonic figures and scary music and stuff like that. That people with, like, epilepsy or anything oh, or okay. vertigo or anything, it was making them... So they were not only scared, they were... It was triggering some, yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, now I thought it was much less serious than that, and the trailer just said, hey, I bet you can't barf. Hey, I bet you 10 bucks you can't (laughs) barf. That's all the trailer was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, check this out. If you barf, (laughs) send us a letter. But yeah, if you want to watch it on YouTube, they said that you can go watch the original. If you have epilepsy, maybe don't watch it. Yeah, please. Now, how about for this? I think the whole theme of the show is the buddy system. So please wa- watch it with a buddy or two. Watch it with a friend. Watch it with a buddy. Make sure they're not epileptic. Yeah, watch it with a partner, a buddy, your puppy, your cat, a ferret. Don't do that. Another one that I have, weird fact, strange mm-hmm. oddity fact. Yes. Is the Charles Binet syndrome. Have you heard of that? Is this this? this uh, no. Well, it's basically um, a disease, which is really sad, but you see absurd things. You have a lot of hallucinations. Yeah. But I didn't realize, like, how crazy it was. I read one case 
that there was a woman named B, mm-hmm. which I just really liked her name. She mm-hmm. was diagnosed. She had a really perfectly normal life, except that this disease would get triggered when she'd go to the grocery store. And she said she reported seeing, like, the shelves would melt. Oh, well, was she going to Giant Eagle? <laughs> Probably. I mean, the deals were terrible. These deals are so bad. (laughs) But shelves would melt, and, like, she couldn't put things back because, like, she really believed that everything was melting, and then it would turn into, like, mud, and things would drip, and, like, it basically was, like, a Salvador Dali painting. Goodness gracious. But it only happened when she went to the grocery store. You know, if I had an excuse to not go to the grocery store... Well, you don't want this disease. I don't want this disease, and I'm not. I'm not making light of the disease, but aside from this disease, don't like the grocery store. No, and people even report to see like full landscapes. Goodness gracious! Like you really have no idea when this is going to be triggered. No. Like I didn't realize how crazy that dream, like, or how crazy like that's like syndrome is. Yeah, I didn't even know about it. I thought it was like a schizophrenic thing, like almost like you made up stuff in your head, sure, but like you actually, something. your body tricks, like in your brain tricks everything in your body to believe that it exists. Wow. It's really weird. I don't know about that. Okay, so in ancient Rome, some people believe that if they drink the fresh blood of a fallen gladi- gladiator, mm-hmm. they would absorb their power and it also cured epilepsy. So I thought... Oh. Well, they could have watched the trailer for The Exorcist because they were out drinking yeah. fresh blood. Well, if you drink gladiator blood. But yeah, back in ancient Rome, they used to like... Would they when, do that? When gladiators would get killed, they would drink their blood because they thought it Oof. it took the powers from them and gave it to the other person. Different time back then, you know? Yeah, you know what? Just a, <laughs> What if you didn't want blood at that time, but you have to have it fresh? Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get powers. You go to the... Well, yeah, depending on if there was a farmer's market... They bring it, like, directly from the gladiators or something. Fresh farmer's market. Uh, well, what about, what do you, do you think they ever, like, okay, well, if, if you know that drinking the blood of a gladiator is supposed to give you strength and give you energy and courage and vitality and good kicking power, if you really just want to kick something apart, you kick it. <laughs> what, what, what was to stop someone from just snatching up a couple gladiators and, like, keeping them and then getting their blood out? Well, I'm sure it. weird stuff like that happened. I mean, it was ancient yeah, Rome. Yeah, different strokes for different folks. I really just think it was like a dude thing. I it mean, was a dude thing. It was totally a dude thing. Like, let's throw back a couple fresh blood pints. They called it dude juice back then. <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. But... Hold on, really quick. I think this is how you say dude juice in Italian. Succo di tizio. Perfect. Succo di tizio. So if you needed any, succo di tizio... You would you would hang by the Colosseum, or you'd snatch up a gladiator and drain their blood out and drink it. Give it to your buds. And get your powers. Yeah. You start the weekend with some dude juice. And you wouldn't have epilepsy. But what did they really need to fight? Like, what back then would trigger epilepsy? Oh, griffins, uh, double-headed <laughs> lions, gigantic snakes, but with human legs. What, they're like fire? I guess. Well, like, I think, epilepsy I is think, like usually flashes a light. Well, that... I think so, but I think it's just anything that perhaps could overstimulate your brain. Maybe it's just too much for your brain to handle at once. It's like a fight mm-hmm. or flight response. Flashing lights, perhaps. Also, I don't know. I don't know anything about epilepsy aside from the fact that it's serious and it's intense. But 
maybe it didn't though you know maybe it also didn't cure epilepsy because you were just blinking drinking somebody's blood and maybe. That, that was just gross maybe they should have <laughs> offered fresh gladiator blood at the premiere of the exorcist trailer mm, and just yeah but do and it then on they would have been cured throwback thursday gladiator blood <laughs> side note my buddy or our friend brandon and i watched blt and i watched the exorcist alone when we were in high school you know being in high school we were like oh we're we're still tough we got so scared that movie is so scary it's still scary oh and this but there's the one part that's really 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 scary and it's when you see captain howdy for the first time when she's at the doctor's <laughs> office isn't that his name captain howdy i don't remember i oh, haven't seen that movie well, in such like a long time silver teeth or he's like just nasty looking nasty boy okay so you ready for the next one yes okay so in Victoria, England, we're throwing it back again. Middle class people could not afford to hire artists to paint family portraits. That was like the big thing to get your family portrait mm-hmm. painted. So when photography became popular, people would do those instead. They just get pictures? They would just get pictures of the family instead just to document this is our family and everything to, like that. Go to Sears? But <laughs> they wouldn't go to Sears. But <laughs> if someone died... And the family, because you'd get kind of put on like a waiting list of these photographers oh. and say someone in your family died because uh, people would get sick. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, they yeah. would still get the photo done. They would just prop up the dead body and just pretend like that was fine. Oh, weekend at Bernie's. Kind, they would weekend at Bernie, the family. Their yeah. Aunt Gladi- Yeah, they would Gladiolus. just keep her. But like, that's so weird. I thought about it and I'm like, well, what if like, okay, Aunt Tilly dies tilly and tilly dies and you're not scheduled to get like your family portrait done for like another month what about four months five like, what months what do you do with aunt tilly keep her safe i guess you keep her safe somewhere put her in a submarine yeah let her hang out yeah i think yeah cover him up in ice or something i don't know okay but the next one 1970s and 80s Which I didn't know this was the inspiration, but over 100 healthy people started dying in their sleep. Where? Just all over the U.S. Oh, okay. Um, Their family couldn't explain it, and this was a big epidemic in the U.S., I guess, at 1970s, 1980s. No one could, like, my first thought was drugs. Yeah, well, (laughs) sure. But they said they were healthy, so I don't know. Okay. But anyways, that was Wes Craven's inspiration to create Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's why you would die in your sleep. And it was always healthy people that would get attacked and die in their sleep. That makes those movies even more creepy. Yeah, so he basically made Freddy Krueger that disease or whatever was killing that Whoa. those people. Okay. Which kind of makes me like the movie a little bit more because I'm like, oh, he didn't just make a slasher creepy, which I still think Freddy Krueger is creepy that he gets you in your sleep. Imagine just not being able to fall asleep. You and I... No, it's terrifying. Okay, last Monday, the whatever, when... I forget the date. When our last episode came out, Lindsay and I decided sometime at night, maybe after dinner, we're like, you know what we need to do this weekend? Get pancakes. And we did. We waited. (laughs) We got pancakes. Monday, Tuesday, whatever. We waited all the way to Saturday. Yesterday morning, we slept well Friday night, woke up Saturday, went and got pancakes, came home, fell right asleep for like three hours. Yeah, pancake coma. We got punched in the brain by pancakes and we fell asleep <laughs> super hard but imagine that but they you were couldn't go treat yourself to pancakes and then take a pancake nap no because you'd be too scared you're like i know but that's that i don't know why i well and i think it's because 
if I'm being totally honest, I've only seen like a little bit of the first Freddy Krueger in my life. Really? Eh, yeah. Oh, they're scary. Johnny Depp's in the first one, I think. Oh, he's so cool, kind he's of. He's like, I think. A, he's little. Oh, yeah. He's only like 14. Oh, weird. Yeah. But like, that's a really good monster. Not, and maybe not just Freddy Krueger, but not being able to fall asleep. But now it's even kind of scarier because in the 70s and 80s, there was some kind of monster per se that was killing over 100 healthy people in the U.S. and nobody could figure out why. Did they ever figure it out? I don't think so. There was nothing about it. There wasn't... I mean, it was just weird, odd Do you think it was drug-related? I don't know because they keep saying that these people were completely healthy. So you think they would have done autopsies and found drugs in their system. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird, but Wes Craven was inspired, and it kind of makes me like the movie a little bit more. Wow. Because in a way, it's kind of realistic now. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, he's quite literally anthropomorphizing some weird, unidentified disease or Or like mini epidemic. Yeah. Yeah. How weird. It is weird. I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate it. Well, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, well, speaking of diseases... We got Queen Elizabeth I. When she was little, she had smallpox. She was cured or got better. And it left her face full of like big scars and craters kind of on her face. Mm -hmm. Well, as a public figure, she kind of had to always look very poised and very, you know, beautiful. Yeah. So she would fill in like the pores of her face. But they didn't really have conventional makeup back then. Yeah. So everybody that she executed, she would take... Oh, no, 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 probably not. She would take the fat out of their bodies and have it liquefied as like a foundation and fill in the gaps on her face. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just something to think about. No. Of the weird things that happened back then. I don't want to think about it. Like, think about all the weird things that probably happened back then. Like, people oh. get offended by everything now. Like, think about that. What do you mean? Like, like back like, then, all the stuff? You could get executed and, like, use the fat of your body and then be on a queen's face. Well, which, I mean, I guess is kind of cool. Like, props. Like, Yeah, I guess props. I mean, it's a <laughs> Queen Elizabeth's face. I am now Queen Elizabeth's uh, left side of her nose. But, it, like, okay, so superimpose these issues modern day. If you and I went into work or whatever, I'm teaching a lesson. It doesn't matter. And what, like, a student of mine or a coworker of ours or something is like, oh, hey, sorry about, I forgot to put on this, uh, my makeup. And they did the air quotes and they said makeup. I'm like, well, why are you doing the air quotes? Oh, well, uh, I execute people and I melt their fat down and I put it on my face. But think about this, though. Think about women's makeup. And I'm a big supporter of trying to use all natural. Mm-hmm. I never was. For I, cruelty-free stuff. Right. And... I mean, I did hair and I was in the beauty industry for a long time. So, you know, I was always a Veda, team of Veda, naturally derived. Yeah, like, when I look at the chemicals and stuff that are in makeup now, like, what's worse? Like, natural fat from a dead body or, like, chemicals or, like, stuff that's, like, tested on little bunnies and stuff. Yeah, cute little bun Like, then it kind of made me feel like, well, that's not so bad. I mean, you shouldn't be executing a bunch of people and stealing their fat, but at least you're recycling. What if the people who were being executed were people who... Like we're burning down villages or whatever, or slicing or just dead. like riding around slicing people's heads off. I feel like back then more people got their heads chopped off. You think? Yeah, they didn't deal with <laughs> crap anymore. Like you didn't go just to a fancy little prison anymore. Like they were like, nope, you're done. We're chop, over it. Chop your head off. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of dead bodies, let's go into my next Marie. one. <laughs> 
Good lord. Okay, 1960s. We're bumping up to the 60s. The skeletons in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. They were real. I've heard about that. Yeah. At Disney. The magical world of Disney. Disney had a lot of weird stuff. I almost kind of like subcategorized into Disney. But if you look up a lot of stuff like the 2000 Leagues Under the Sea, I think I've told you. They, oh, yeah, yeah. They had, wasn't it 2,000? 20,000. 20,000 leagues? <laughs> it was under the sea. I hope you guys know that <laughs> we, I mean, we have a computer right here. We both have our phones, but we are not searching it up. It's okay not no, to know something for we're once. Just, we're just being real. Because isn't that the thing? You don't know something. Oh, let me check my phone. And then you know it, and then you forget it. Because you're not learning it. You're just looking at the information. So, hey. We'll figure it out together. Anyway, that ride, they had they had uh, girls that would be real mermaids. Yeah. And I told you about that. That was like 60s, 70s. And Wouldn't their stuff get all stuck? Well, these girls would have those like tight, like skin tight fins, like yeah. custom made for their body. And they would swim around and they'd have like little tubes they could breathe through underwater. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes you wouldn't be able to get to a tube fast and like people would have panic attacks or like... They would have to go, like, lay out there in the sun for hours and hours in these fins. Classic case of elusive tube. Yeah, sometimes their fins would get caught in the propellers of the submarines. (laughs) Good lord. And, like, they would panic. I don't think any... I think people got hurt all the time, but I don't think anybody died. Well, good. But anyways, back to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, they were real. Disney claims that they were given proper burials when they were taking them out and replacing them with fake bodies but people still believe there's real ones in there do you think there's still real skeletons there now today forever 2018 i don't know because things are so like in that kind of like propped art world things are so realistic i think they could almost make skeletons look more realistic than real skeletons well i remember when when i was an undergrad i had to take a summer course like one of those biological anthropology courses and our professor would bring in these bones and i thought they were real uh, because I was ignorant and naive, and I was 20 years old. Uh, I'm now 65 years old. But I remember thinking in these rooms, like, how can he pass around these real bones that are thousands of years old? You know, of course, you find out that they were casts. Models. Because yeah. someone asked. I didn't have to ask. Someone else asked. I was like, oh, thank God. But they looked, and they felt so real. I mean, I've never held a human bone, but, like, even the weight... You know, I thought it was real. But this, like, goes back to, like, when we were talking a few episodes ago about, like, donating your body to science and, like, being a Hollywood skeleton. Like, yeah. would that be considered, like, Disney? That just, it's weird to me that, like, Disney thought that that was okay to use real skeletons just because they could not get anything realer than real skeletons and they needed it. And, like, little kids are on the ride. Yeah, it's insane. Kind of creepy. Now, and do you think that ride was super haunted? Oh, well, isn't that the thing that that ride is is supposed to be pretty haunted? Yeah, I believe it. I didn't know anything about the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That's creepy to me. That is really creepy. Uh, Now we need to go there and ride that ride and see if anything crazy. I'll go to Disney and we can record from Disney with Goofy. Oh, I could do that. That's my Goofy. Well. But um, just to reiterate, if there's any Hollywood execs listening, Doug Jones, if you're listening, please, I hope you are so much. And you know any Hollywood execs, uh, I'll donate my skeleton to science when I when I say see you later. But I would like my organs and my body, you know, stuff to go to, like, uh, a garden or something. Great. <laughs> you can do those forensic gardens. You donate your body to science, they'll put you in a 
big pile of dirt and then people find you and investigate you. I mean, it's kind of fun. Like, ooh, ooh I'm always part of a crime mystery. I don't want that. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, that kind of goes into my next one. I guess these all kind of relate because they're all just really oh, weird. Yeah, um, it has been funny. Like, oh, speaking about very specific melting down someone's fat, here comes this other one. <laughs> well, at Harvard University, this is just a little fact. What at what university? Harvard. Huh, I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. No, Probably no. just yeah, like a tiny, small, tiny little college. A community college somewhere. Um, there's a collection of books in their library that are all bound in human skin. Oh, they have like a side collection. You don't need that. I mean, you really don't need but that. But they like, they preserved it and like, yeah. I don't know, it's part of history. Like that's cool. I mean, Powell's in Portland has a rare book room. I understand that. They have some like original signed books. Maybe I don't they know why have I'm human so... skin books. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't put it past it, but they got like a cool tattoo or something. And my last fact is... Wait, also, if what? anyone if anyone here uh, is associated with Harvard or goes there, or went there, whatever... Why do you have those? Why you got those books? And have you ever seen those books? Is that library haunted? I would, I would touch one of the books. I'd poke it. <laughs> okay. From far away, I'd poke it. All right. Well, do you want to hear my last little fact that maybe will just linger in your brain a little bit? I would love for something to linger in my brain a little bit. Okay. Well, did you know that there are roughly 50 known serial killers? These are just the known ones. And you're saying roughly, approximated. There are roughly 50 known serial killers in the U.S. that still have not been caught. That's a, that's 50 more than I would like to think. Yeah, and these are just known ones. Like, who knows about, I mean, there's murders all the time in the U.S. Yeah. And, like, you never know if there's another serial murder. Like, there's probably 150 million trillion roughly in the u.s that are not caught see that's something where i have no metric like i i would never be able to to approximate oh well i bet you there's around 60 serial murderers like i have no basis for comparison so like to know that there are roughly 50 like i wish there was an app tracker of these murderers like now we we almost developed are they an in app. Each, are they in each state like, they call each other. Oh, my gosh. oh, I'm in Ohio. Where are you? Oh, I'm in California. What if they okay, were cool. all in one city? And you it know was... what? I wouldn't really be surprised. Because usually, think so? like, things like that flock together. Yeah, maybe so. It's weird. Like, you go to Seattle if you like rain and coffee. You go to Des Moines if you like stabbing. I can see, I can like see serial murderers being in Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. It it's seems cool. like it's a, a little gloomy during the winter, right? Yeah. Nine, nine months of gray. Now, speaking of an app, Lindsay and I, so I think it was two years ago, John Travolta was in Columbus filming a movie, and we wanted to develop an app called Travolta Tracker. Where, where you could find him in the city. Where it was a map, and if you've seen Travolta Tracker, you could drop a pin on your map in the <laughs> shared Travolta map in the Travolta sphere, and you could open up Travolta Tracker, and each pin would like have a date and a time. Like, I saw him at uh, for some reason, in Applebee's at 11 p.m. He loves Applebee's. And then I saw him at 11, 11 a.m. the next day at the same Applebee's in on Olentangy or whatever. I don't know where there's an Applebee's. Yeah, serial murderer tracker? Would like, where did you see the last serial stab, murder? Stab map, stab map, stab tracker. I don't know. It's just creepy. It's just weird knowing that they're out there. It is really weird. I mean, you always figure that they are out there. But just to think, like, roughly... Of the known ones, there's still 50 that have never been caught. Yeah. 
weird. That is weird. But those are my little facts. There's tons of them, but those were the ones I thought were a little creepy. They are a little creepy. Yeah. Thanks for the facts, Lindsay Marie. No problem. What's my middle and first name? Do you remember my middle name? Jordan Grobus. <laughs> yeah, it's Grobus. G R U and E combined with a triple umlaut stack. With one of those things over top. That's an umlaut. Oh, yeah. But they're stacked on top. There's three of them oh, stacked. <laughs> but it's a U with an E connected to each other. Okay. Look at all this. All right. Well, well, should we take a short little break? Yeah, here's a little music break, and then we're going to pop back in. And I have a game. Ooh. Yeah, I I'm a... excited for the game. Well, I hope you are. <laughs> here's music right now. Three. Two. Two. One. Okay. Welcome back. Game time. I wish I had the little air horn for the game. I'm ready for it. And it's a little game called Mothman or Marcus, where (laughs) you have to tell me Marcus means it's fake because it's just a human's name and Mothman means it's a (laughs) crypt. Why Marcus, though? It's just alliteration. Okay. I guess it could be Mothman or Megan. Or Mothman or I don't think so. Mothman or maybe not. (laughs) You like that one better? Sure. Mothman or maybe not? Yeah. Okay. Well, rest in peace, Mothman or Marcus, and then the very short-lived Mothman or Megan. Here comes Mothman or maybe not. Mothman or I don't think so. I have a list here of five cryptids. Okay. And you have to tell me if they're Mothmans or maybe not. So if they're cryptids, then I say Mothman. If they're not... You say, I don't believe they are. Nah, no thank you. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, but okay. it's the like accepted form of maybe where it doesn't mean there's. It's not like plausible. It could be one or the other. Okay. It's the maybe like no. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so I'm going to give you the name of the cryptid, what type of creature they are, if they can be quantified or like uh, described. I guess if it's like a typical looking thing or if not. Okay. Um, where they're from and what they do or what they're known for. What their job is. And what their job is. The Barista. first one. Richard, he is a human. He lives in Mentor, Ohio, and he works at Starbucks. Cryptid or maybe not? <laughs> he definitely works at Starbucks. I've met Richard. Richard, what's his last name? Uh, Bankus. Yeah, Rick, Ricky Bankus. <laughs> Rick Bankus. Rick, it's me, Rick Bankus. Lindsay, would you like another triple whip, double whip, frap, soy? Okay. okay. Here's the game I made up. Ready for it. Mothman or maybe not. Ready? Yes. Okay. The first one. Really quick, I thought I didn't write if they were real or fake, (laughs) but I did write it. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, well, there goes my game. Okay. Mothman or maybe not. The first one, the name of the cryptid is the Pope Lick. Pope Lick. Okay. Pope Lick. And this is a satyr. Remember what a satyr is? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Similar to a minotaur, human horse body. Yes, yes, yes. Human goat leg. Okay. So, I know what a satyr is. Pope Lick, satyr, from Pope Lick Creek, Kentucky. And what the Pope Lick does is it hides under the Pope Lick Creek Bridge and grabs your ankles until the train comes and you get splashed, splattered by the train. No. Hides under the bridge. Okay, well, why? Maybe not. That's, you're so quick to, why don't you think that one's real? Because I think that if you're this, like, half man, half horse. Goat. Goat. Please. You're not going to grab their ankles and, like, 
okay, you're going to get splashed by the train. Like, they're going to, like, push you in front of the train or they're going to, like, kidnap you or do something cool because they have this really cool body. So you're just judging this all based on the way their body is made up that if you had goat legs, you wouldn't waste that on just hiding under a bridge. No, I wouldn't grab You'd ankles. do a lot of scampering around and running and jumping. Yeah, because you're a goat. Have you seen baby goats? They're great. Wait, if you're a satyr and you have goat legs, kind of like the fainting goats, if you scare a satyr, will their legs lock up and will they fall over? I don't know. Maybe if we find one, we'll have to... There's fainting satyrs. What a design flaw. Okay, (laughs) so you think the Pope Lick is not real. You think I made the Pope Lick up. Yes. Okay, well, the Pope Lick is real. Yeah, you just grabbed your ankles and let the train splash you. Disclaimer for the game, cryptids being quote-unquote real. Yeah. But this is a archived, uh, there's information about this cryptid it's not one that i just made up i found information on the cryptid okay. so whether it's real or not which i'd like to believe most cryptids are real yes right. this one is a real cryptid from pope lick creek kentucky grabs your ankles and you just kind of go well here i am and then you get hit by a train you get hit by the train you don't get to splash by the train no i said splash and i meant what what i meant when i said splash is that the train hits you and you explode well that was <laughs> totally left out of the question no i think i said splattered before Okay, well, let's move on to question two and hope it goes a little bit better than question one. Did you mean splash like you just, it's like a mild inconvenience, like you just get like splashed yeah, by water? Yeah, and then he lets the... you go. Like, that's what it sounded like. I don't know. Maybe our listeners think differently, but uh, no, you know it really what? sounded like that. No. Like, it grabs your ankles and lets you get splashed by the train. And I was thinking, I'm like, well, he must only do it when it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't make any sense. That's why I thought it was fake. Anyways, let's do question number two. Oh, what a mean cryptid. I wouldn't even be scary. It's like, there he is. Great. I'm going to get splashed. I just got pleated I know, dockers. Just, I'm going to be late for work and I'm going to be dirty. And I'm going to be dirty a little bit. They're stain resistant, but still. Okay. Cryptid number two. Mothman okay. or maybe not. The Cabrazul. 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 Okay. And this is just an apparition, but it floats and it's cloaked, where it's a big cloak. And it's obviously floating because you don't see any little feetsies on the ground. Okay. Is it, where is it from? Papua New Guinea. Okay. P. New Guinea, the Cabrazul. Mm-hmm. I rolled my R's. Good job. Thanks. You think so, for real? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Lance. The Cabrazul, sorry, the Cabrazul can be seen roaming or floating in neighborhoods a few days before there's a big epidemic. So, a so few he's days, kind of Mothman-like. Kind of Mothman-like, but not as cuddly and cute. He floats. Well, mm-hmm. I like, we're, we're saying he, it's just a floating cloak could thing. Could be a girl. Yeah, could, or just it. It it floats around, and you see it a day or two, maybe three or four, a few days before there's a big, massive epidemic around that area. A lot of people get sick and die. So okay. kind of like the angel, not necessarily, well, yeah, I guess like kind of like an angel of death. Okay. In Papua New Guinea. Caprazul. I'm going to say Mothman on that one. I'll say it's real. You think that one's real? Yeah. Why do you think it's real? I don't know, because it just seems plausible. It seems like kind of that urban legend, cryptozoology, typical story. I guess it does kind of fit the mold for like a typical cryptid. Yeah. A tipped it. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the answer of that one? Yes. I made it up. Nice. Thank you very much. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I didn't make that one up. (laughs) Eli Chambers made it up. 
When did you talk to Eli? When we got tacos the other day. He sent, and I was like, I need some names for some things. Oh. So he sent it to me. So basically this game, the first question, you didn't quite explain the whole scenario, so I got it wrong. The second question, you technically didn't even make up because you phoned a friend. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Let's go on to three and let's, I don't know. Interesting. Let's, yeah, okay. Interesting okay. fact. Okay, the rest are, <laughs> the rest, here we go. Okay, make I'll sure do... to tell the full <laughs> story. Well, I couldn't have started out by saying, and here's one that Eli made up, and it's called this, because then you would <laughs> well, have known no, it was maybe I know, one. but, okay, yeah, let's go to question number three. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Okay, the brawny, baggly bumpler. Oh, great, okay. The brawny, baggly bumpler. Okay. Now, the BBB... The bagly or bagly bumpler, even though it kind of looks like a squatty orangutan, but it has thinner legs, but like a beefier torso, and its head's kind of like on the top of its shoulders. It almost looks like it's kind of crouching or doesn't have a neck. Okay. Like a, just a strong little, uh, what's that one Pokemon? Mankey? Kind of looks like a I mankey. don't know any Pokemon. <laughs> it looks like this. Let me show you a picture of a mankey. I'll use my phone, not for research, but to show you what a mankey looks like. Roughly. It doesn't look like a circle with legs and arms, but it's just squatty. It actually looks nothing like a mankey. Okay. My game rules. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a mankey. I'm already, like, really confused Um, about question three, but okay, go ahead. The Brawny Bagley Bumpler. It's furry, muscles, hunched over, and it's from Bagley, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. What the Bagley Bumpler does is it scurries around, it's, it's seen around Bagley, PA, and it just scurries around at night, people's property, and just like damages all their property. Their house, like their house will so be like... So it's like a, a cryptozoology raccoon. Like a big raccoon, non-violent to people, scared of people, or yeah. so it says. Like if you have vinyl siding on your house, maybe some pieces will be torn off. Your car, maybe scratch. Maybe it scratches your car. Maybe it terrorizes your pets or your livestock. Just kind of, it's a it's a real pain in the butt, but it like damages all your stuff, all okay. your property, like select pieces of property. The Brawny Bagley Bumpler okay. from Bagley, Pennsylvania. Bagley, PA, whether you think everything else is real or fake, real town in Pennsylvania. Bagley. Okay. Maybe it's Beaujolais, but I don't know. <laughs> See, you don't really know. Well, I mean, I know how it's uh, how it's spelled, <laughs> but you know how things are pronounced differently in other places. Um, I don't know. I want to say that that one's not true because it's just it could be a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Like people would be like, why would they make up a cryptozoology and this creature? Well, because they've seen it, or there it's it's been reported to have been seen around people's property. It looks like a giant. Or like a squatty orangutan with thinner legs and like a big muscle body. What if it is just a, a monkey? I don't think there's a lot of Somebody's monkeys in monkey. PA. I know, but somebody could have had a monkey got out. Yeah. Well, then I guess that legitimizes it then if that's the case. And it's just a monkey. It's just a misidentification, but there is a monkey destroying people's Honda Civics. Because <laughs> everybody in PA has Honda Civic. I think that's true. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to say no. That one's not real? Yeah. You're right. I made up the Brawny Bagley Bumpler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Now, I was going to call it the Brawny Bagley Bumper, but I misspelled bumper, and I spelled bumpler. And And you thought it was funnier that way. Yeah. Isn't it funnier than saying bumper? I guess so. The bumpler. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you think of like, oh, he's a real bumper. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Number four. Ready for number four. 
arguably one of the scariest ones. Are you scared? Super scared. Are you? Well, yeah, because I know that there's now 50 serial murders running around the U.S. Yeah. Okay, ready? yes. Number four, the Laramie Beef Keeper. Okay. Laramie Beef Keeper. He's the keeper of the beef. It's just, it's, it's an animal. It's not a person. Okay. Tall, thin, and it has gigantic hands with long, like long spindly fingers. Kind of like a for, Slenderman thing? Kind of like a Slenderman, but it's not a person. It's okay. just a bipedal, human-like thing okay. with hands that are made for gripping and ripping. Okay. And here's why. It's found in Laramie, Wisconsin, where there's a lot of cattle farms. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been, like, people have reported they've gone out. Maybe at night they hear their cattle's going, oh, no, like freaking out, like saying, oh, no, because a lot of cows in Wisconsin speak very basic English. Okay. Um, I just don't know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they say, oh, no, hello, thank you, goodbye, please don't take my milk. But they've, or it's it's been reported that they've seen out in the fields at night when their cows are screaming and hooting and hollering. There's been something that looks like it's just like ripping their cows apart in their stomachs and like Ew. eating their cows. And they've gone out there to find cows on their back with their stomachs like split open. Yeah. And stuff's been taken out of them or eaten. So the Laramie Beef Keeper from Laramie, Wisconsin, kills or mutilates cows and eats their organs and leaves. Doesn't really eat the rest of the cow, just like a lot of their organs and stuff. I'm going to go with true on that one. I'm going to say Mothman. True. Yeah, the Laramie Beefkeeper. Yeah, because like even though I do think it's probably a wolf or something getting to your cows, like I could still see an urban legend creature being formed out of that. Okay, are you ready for the answer? I'm ready. I made it up. Wow! Thank you. Nice. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I made it up. Are you pr- good job? Are you proud of me? Yeah, I can tell you're proud of you. <laughs> I am because. The first two didn't go so great, so I'm actually very <laughs> proud of me, and I feel bad because it's like well, I, I don't want you to think that I didn't do a lot of I didn't like put a lot of effort in these because I spent uh, on two separate days maybe like a half hour coming up with these names, and I like well, and Eli came up with one, yeah, but Eli had had a few glasses of um, tequila, and he came up with the Cabrazool, which gotcha. might have been the name of a mezcal that he had when we were getting tacos. Maybe okay. okay. Number five. Yes. Are you ready? The chort. The chort. Chort. <laughs> C-H-O-R-T. Is that like when you shart in your shorts? <laughs> no. No. That's okay. not that. All right. The chort. Tell me about the chort. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The chort. Oh, man. Okay. This one is dog-like. Okay. But it is bipedal. Not all the time, but it can be quadrupedal. Sometimes it's bipedal. And it's almost more like a little bit square-like, like a, I guess like a really overweight dog, mm-hmm. but it's more muscled. It's maybe like a, what are those dogs? A Connie a square, Corso, like a King dog. Corso or a Connie Corso. Okay. Just a big muscle hound that's bigger than one of those Connie Corsos, but it can be bipedal, mostly quadrupedal. Okay. Um, it lives in the super north of Norway or like Scandinavia. Finland, Norway, stuff like that, but way up top, way up north. Yes. Uh, and it's seen roaming around mountains and occasionally coming down into villages. Um, kills a bunch of am- uh, animals and it rummages through campsites. And if it's approached by a per, like if you try to scare it out of your campsite, it will uh, kill you probably. Okay. Is the, it the, the size chort. of a, a a beefy dog or is it bigger? Bigger than a beefy dog. So take take uh, a super muscular pit bull or something. 
yeah. and then just turn the volume up a little bit. It just yeah. gets bigger in size. So its proportions are the same, but it's just, just big. Just beefy. It's okay. just big, yeah. Okay. It will kill livestock and stuff if it, if it like, wanders into towns, mountain towns, fairly remote, not a lot of stuff going on, quiet. Or if people are camping up there, perhaps it's spring or summer, and they're not camping up where it's too cold. It will rummage through your campsite, steal your food, but if it's approached, it will kill and eat you. Okay. The I'm, Chort. I'm, well, see, the name throws me off, but not really, because if it's, like, the northern part Norwegian. Of Norwegian, like... Chort. So, I'm gonna go with, it's true. Okay. It's Mothman. Okay. I made up the Chort. <laughs> that was a good one. See, Thanks. the ones that you make up that are very simple... Mm-hmm. Those are the better ones, because they really can throw you off. Yeah. Well, that's my game. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Thanks, Lynn. Good game. Thank you very much. That's all I have. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. If you would like to send us any topics that you think would be good for us to talk about on the show or interesting, you can send us an email at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com, or you can get in touch with us on Twitter or Instagram, and we are on both of those social plats at spooky underscore spouses. And if you want to send us a cryptozoology creature that is either real or fake that you've made up and have us read them on the show and determine if what we think about them, then feel free to also email or give us a shout out on Instagram or Twitter. Yes. We'd like to thank everyone over at the Scavengers Network. Expect a lot of good things coming out of the Scavengers Podcast Network in the coming weeks or months or whatever. We're just happy to be a part of it. Absolutely. We'd also like to thank Eli Chambers, not only for giving us the Cabrazul, but for also (laughs) writing our theme music that you heard at the beginning, the middle, and you'll probably hear in the next minute at the very end of the show. And also a big thank you to all of our listeners and Please be sure to tell your friends, your family, your enemies, your the serial <laughs> your murderers, frememies. whoever you want about spooky spouses. It has been nice. In the past week, it really makes Lindsay and I, our, our collective hearts, feel very, very good. In the last week, we've gotten um, reached out by a few people that we haven't talked to in a while that said, hey, I just found your show and I really enjoy the show. Even a few strangers that tweeted at us and said, I really like the show. And it's been so nice because that's why we do it. We just do it because we have fun doing it. And we hope that you guys like it too. So yeah, keep spreading the word. It means a lot to us. It really, really, really does. It's not falling on deaf ears or deaf spooky haunted ears. You guys really make us feel great when we hear how much you guys like the show because we hope you guys like the show. Yes. Well, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening and join us next Monday for a new episode of Spooky Spouses. And we might have a special guest on next next week's episode. Yes, two to be announced okay well see you later (laughs) thanks for listening thanks everyone goodbye bye